All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to real life, everyone. <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome into episode 386 of the Real Life Podcast brought to you by the HGA Group, here to make your business better. Check out their collection of business services by finding them at their website. HGA.com? HGA Group.ca. There, there we go. There we go. Uh, Tyler J, Bag Milk, and Wanye. And before the show, discussing well, my drink uh, well, choice. This is, yeah. So to speak about HGA, I, I wonder if they have health services because Mr. Uremchuk here is drinking a Mountain Dew. And if you look at his portfolio of drinks that this guy consumes, let's go. Bud Light hard sodas mm. and Mountain Dew. <laughs> this guy needs a good dentist. I actually do. He needs a good tummy doctor, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. A tomologist. A, t- a stomachologist. <laughs> Um, actually the dentist thing is something I did get taken care of. I hadn't been to the dentist in a few years and, uh, my gums are receding at an alarming rate, according to my dentist. So are you a hard bristle or soft bristle toothbrush? That's the problem yes. is I'm a hard bristle guy <laughs> yeah. and I don't floss, which I have, I am on a run that I don't think I've ever been on. I've flossed twice a day for the last two weeks. That's insane. Let's get a water pick or whatever. But I know I should get a water. I pick. was mind blowing to me that that soft is actually better than hard for bristles. I thought like you need to get in there and like, I was hard bristles for life. And I had the same realization of, of a gum receding on one of my teeth. And I'm like, what the hell is that? They're like, Oh, that's gum recession. I'm like, Oh, well, how do I fix that? Like, what do you use for a toothbrush? And they're like soft bristles. So now it's soft bristles yep. for life. Like why do they even offer hard bristles if it's uh, so bad know. for you? Um, anyways, back to the Mountain Dew. I don't <laughs> normally drink a ton of pop unless there's booze in it. Um, like I'm not a guy to just like sit and crack open a can of Coke that often, you know? Um, but I went last night to go watch my girlfriend play soccer and there was a gas station there. And I was like, well, I need to get a snack if I'm going to sit here for this long. Uh-huh. Walked in, got a bag of chips. That's what I need to drink. I was kind of craving something Plain fizzy. chips? Plain chips? No, bacon, bar, uh, sour cream and bacon okay. ruffles. They're very good. I've never had them before. And I wanted something fizzy and I looked around. There's a couple like sparkling waters and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I deserve a treat. So I got myself this raspberry lemonade Mountain Dew and I only drank half of it last night because I can't handle like that much sweet unless it's a (laughs) hard soda. It is the king of the sweet. So yeah, this is not good for you. Don't fool yourself. Uh, 85 milligrams of sodium, 76 grams of sugar in this bad boy. That's it. eh? Just 76 grams. That's that's a quarter ton, I believe. That is alarming. (laughs) Very alarming. Some potassium benzoate as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
I enjoyed a fresco yesterday. Frescas it had been the good. first time in years I've had a fresco and it was delicious. Frescas are elite and they're so good, especially in the summer. Nice hot yeah. day. Like that is, that is a pop that you drink that is actually refreshing. It was so good. I was happy with my life I've choice. Mistakenly tuned into some sort of soft drink podcast. Yep. Pretty much. Oh, hundred um, percent. My mom is a big Fresca enthusiast and she does mm, her drink so. of choice, especially on the golf course. If you run into my mom, Karen on the golf course, she will have Fresca and sourpuss. Oh, my dad drinks uh, a <laughs> drinking a cavity. <laughs> You're Jesus. Sourpuss? My dad drinks Fresca and tequila all the time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what you should do. Sourpuss, oh, man. I love sourpuss. I, my mom like loves sourpuss to the point of every year for Christmas, a part of my gift to her is a bottle of sourpuss. Wow. So she's the one keeping them alive. eh? last yeah. time I think I drank sourpuss was at Ook fest in 2004. <laughs> See, that's the right vintage to drink and consume a lot of sourpuss. Like and Wanya I and I used to drink a, all two sticks of it before Cowboys. I vomited. We would drink one in a, in the midst of a car wash for crying out loud, different times. Statute of limitations has worn out. <laughs> we would drink a full <laughs> bottle of sourpuss while driving through a car wash. Wow. So kids today, you don't even know how to live, little pussies. Probably uh, when you down half a sourpuss, what do for? I used to car drink wash. a bottle of boons in the back of a van cab. Oh, oh we've, boons. we've talked about this before about and the boons thing. And you'd go the strawberry mist or strawberry hill or whatever because it had the higher alcohol. More booze. Yeah, yeah, it's just the frat mentality to booze consumption. My, just because uh, you're drinking in a car wash doesn't mean you're stupid. <laughs> no. You're stupid for not drinking in a car wash, is what I like. Legally, mm, gray area, I suppose. This was in the 90s, your Amtrak, when we didn't even have phones that did anything, did anything other than phone. I don't even think there were seatbelts then. Nope. It was a cigarette seat you tied together. <laughs> yeah. It was the cigarette was smoke safe. that kept you safe. It was the airbags of our day. Fair Why enough. is this so hard for you, your Amtrak? I don't know. Um, just speaking kidding. of sourpuss, that's also the drink of choice of my co-ed slow pitch team. So we have a plastic bat, you know, like a ski shot. Yeah. So we have a plastic bat with four slots for shot glasses. On yeah. yeah. Smart. So bat's when key. someone hits a home run, whoever comes around and scores on the home run, fill up the bat with sourpuss, knock her back. Oh, wow. That's so fun. That's it's like, fun it's like our home run jacket. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if, hey, it works. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, speaking of bats you drink out of, I'm going to the Riverhawks game on Friday uh, and they've got, they've got the big bat of beer you can buy, uh, mm -hmm. buy. So I will definitely be having a bat. Hold on. What big bat of beer? Yeah. They got like the big, like, you know, like when you go to Vegas, those big, like tall funnels you can get. Like, yes. The, so they've got a bat version of that, that you can drink beer. But it's from. like two feet. Like it's large. It's 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 yeah. You probably could use in your slow pitch game. Is it probably. a pitcher of beer? Isn't there like a maximum they can sell it, it, you? Yeah. It's, it's probably thin. It probably, probably, it probably holds two. Yeah. It's probably ounces. 24 ounces or something. Remember the yard of beer, Jay? Oh yeah. Of course. Oh man. Yeah. I wish they get, we got to get that back. Mm-hmm. That That's when fun. we were a proper country. When you used to have civilized things like yards of beer for sale. Well, it wasn't for sale. It, it, it was there to celebrate certain events. Uh, and the, well, gen the general manager of the time, it was his yard. To decide. Yeah. yeah. So if it was worthy of a yard. And then have you ever crushed a yard of beer? No. Holy shit. It's a. It's it, an effort. It is an effort. How many cans is that? It comes at you fast. Oh, fuck. I don't even know. A yard is three you feet. You need to like make your case to the manager that you are worthy of a yard of beer. Yeah. And more often than not, counter in the counter <laughs> of capitalism, maybe like, no, no yard of beer. About 2.4 pints. We had to win um, Interclub. We had to win inner club and then we came to celebrate and then we were allowed to break out the uh, yard yeah. of beer. And the thing about the yard of beer is that the bottom comes at you hot. When that thing kicks, it's like DOS boot and beer in uh, beer fest. You got to do the spin. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a good time. Yard of beer. Yeah. Yard of beer. Well, bat of beer. I'm, I, how many pints in a bat of beer? Uh, you have to report back. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. will. It's probably it'll probably be because of AGLC's kind of the fun police of of, of our life. Uh, also, we love them. Um, <laughs> right, you're Chuck. We love the AGLC. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a big AGLC. Yeah, guy. he's always uh, happy. Yeah, yeah, huge. Um, so it's probably yeah. I don't know what the most it can sell in one. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it is a pitcher. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, like I bet you 60 ounces is the most you could sell to one person. So is one server. Oh. A pitcher has got to be, so I think yeah. it's probably 24 ounces is my guess. Mm. Which is a pint and a fifth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need a picture of you with the bat of beer for the real life Instagram, please. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'm excited. It's going to be 23 degrees. I, so I drive past the ball diamond every day on my drive into the office. Um, nice flex. Yeah. It's all uh, drinking a Mountain Dew. It, I'm very eating a fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah. So I, we've talked about this before it's today. A bag actually, of salad. It was a chicken wrap. <laughs> there's um, always something. Yeah. There's always something. I'm hungry. Let's pull them over. <laughs> You're going to catch him. I got one of those distracted driving tickets. They're not fun. <laughs> wait, wait. Are we, can we share that story? Yeah. I mean, sure. Cause there's a <laughs> bagged milky angle to it. Well, there was. Yeah. So I got, I was at a red light texting allegedly. <laughs> I guess I already paid the ticket. So does it matter? I don't yeah, know. You're, yeah. You've already yeah. The books closed on the investigation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was at a red light texting and there was a cop behind a tree and he popped out. He's like, nah, uh. Oh, that's entrapment. It was an, it was an operation. Yeah. It was Ooh, an operation. Part of a sting. They're trying I to was get part of a sting. They got him. So they tell me to pull over and I follow because I'm a law abiding citizen and mm-hmm. I pull over and I'm, as I usually am decked out in all nation gear. You got him. So the guy, the cop comes over and he's just like, so this is what happened. I'm like, what is the rule anyway? Cause like, I'm like, okay, fine. But what is the rule? I was at, I was not moving red light. We weren't going anywhere. He's like, well, still, you, you got to be know. pulled over. You can't, you got to be in park. Like you red lights don't count. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, I, fine. I, I was downtown and driving with my window down. And there's some bike cops pull up me a red light and I have my phone in my hand, but I'm talking on hands-free Yeah, and they were giving me shit. They're like, you need to hang that up right now. And I was like, what? But it's hands-free. And he's like, well, it's in your hand still. So needless to say. So then as I'm sitting there pulled over and he's explaining the rule, I'm like, okay, okay. Like I get it. I fucked up. What are you going to do? He looks at me cause I was wearing a brand new hat. Ironically, the hat I threw in Calgary, the brown, uh, one. the brown one, the chestnut one that I can't seem to get another flavor of stay tuned um he looks at the, he's like i like the hat I'm like yeah you do do you read the website and he's just like yeah so i was trying to be like i'm bag milk you know <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh great i read your stuff i'm like eh? he's like nah wrote the ticket mm-hmm. out and he's just like here you go i'm like nah oh, one day it'll work worth a shot worth a shot well one I, you gotta try flex. I got uh two days ago so this is okay here's this is still connected. So losing my hotmail account, the effects of that on my life have still not passed. It'll be years. So millennia, what happens now with your car registration? It gets emailed to you. Oh, right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it does. And Uh they have my hotmail. So (laughs) I just straight up, I don't know when my registration needs to be done. So I got pulled over two days ago. In the nation truck <laughs> Ooh. for no reg for no, uh, registration. <laughs> and then for some stupid reason, I volunteered my insurance card. They, they just asked for license and registration, but I also gave my insurance card for some reason. And it's old. And he's like, mm. Oh, so where's your new insurance card? I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> it's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know where it is. And so he's like, okay. Uh, how can you get, can you, can you get one? I'm like, Oh man, we have to call the insurance companies. I'll tell you what, I'll go and call for you. And so they called for me and that's all good, but I still got to get uh, a copy of my card in there. So anyways, $350 yep. ticket because of my hotmail. It's still costing undo me. Hardship. It's hard. It's awesome. It is undo hardship. So like, do I go and say, Hey, here's the circumstance. It sounds like you make it up. And maybe they'll bite, but like then again, is like, is that worth the effort and time? I don't know. Uh, I've, got, I've got, I've got till September to uh, figure that out. I also have to register my car, which your car. Well, they used to like. Oh. I hate the email. They used to send it to you in the mail, and I had a physical reminder. Yeah, I get yeah. so many emails in a day that it just gets lost in the shuffle. They want you to, they want you to get a loss. They want to get that extra three fifty from you. Yeah, clearly. And then I also like when you go in to pay your registration, they're like, would you like to do one or two years? And I'm like, is there a discount for two? Absolutely not. Like, 
what are we doing here then? Do two years, man. Yeah, then it's just one less headache a year from now. Yeah, is it, or to- I've got an additional 365 days to forget I have to pay my registration? It's both, but you also have, look at it from the fine perspective. You've got a defers, because if you're, if you're <laughs> like me and you're, 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 you're a fine not payer, mm-hmm. uh, it all, they, they always get you. So when you go to renew your mm-hmm. car, then that's when you, that's the, the day of reckoning. So you're delaying that. Yeah. I had a, I had a parking ticket on mine that I just forgot about. I know. <laughs> yeah. They get you, man. Amber got pulled over for that too. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast. Registration. Yeah. So we're driving, she's driving. So it's me, her, my brother-in-law and my sister. Cause we always carpooled to my beer league always. and the girls come watch. Right. Of course. So we're on the army base mm. and Amber's driving. Military and, police gotcha. Yeah. Military police pull up behind. And I was like, oh, Amber, they're the hardest core of all. They are. So Amber, there's a red light and we got to turn right at it. I'm like, Amber, make sure you're stopped like two seconds at this light. So she stops, waits, waits, turns lights on. It's like, what the, what is he possibly getting you for? It's like 930 PM on a Sunday night. Like, come on. So we pull into the parking lot, comes over and he's like, yeah, your registration has been uh, expired since July. It's been like, oh, good. She's that's a good run. Really good run. She saved some money if she would have just, you know, caught on to it, but she pushed her luck too far. Um, so he was like, Oh, license and registration, I'll be right back. I open up her glove box. She's just it's nonsense in there. Like four old pink slips still. And I don't think you're allowed to drive with those. I've always heard you can get a ticket. I don't know if that's true. With what your pink slip? By having old pink slips. Oh. I, I don't know I, if that's I, true. I gave that's a cop an old pink slip. I literally yeah. handed it to him. Okay, then maybe not. Like, so I'm like rifling through stuff. I think it's not allowed to have these pink slips. I'm like jamming them in my pockets. And uh, yeah, he came over and I was like, hey man, because we were pretty much in the parking lot of the rink, like half a block away. And I was like, hey man, you don't need like me and this other guy, right? Like we can dip. And he was like, yeah. So we grabbed our gear and left. <laughs> you just stop, drop and roll out of your girlfriend getting arrested and run away. Yeah. Telling so, her, By the way, <laughs> officer, there's four pink slips in the glove box. Uh so after the game, I was like, oh, what happened? Like, what's the damage? And she's like, oh, let me off with a warning. I was like, oh, my God. Interesting. You are so lucky. There's like four months late. And he told her, he was like, you know, he was trying to like be a good, big, good guy. He yeah. was, you know, if you uh, if you would have got pulled over in Edmonton in the city limits, your car would have been impounded. That's a lie. <laughs> I was like, I that just so. happened to me. Yeah. They threatened that. Better. I still have to go get registered. I'm just carrying that. that. I'm using this ticket as like a little like shield. I've already mm. been. This is a double jeopardy. You can't charge me for something I've already done. <laughs> I've already served the crime. Double jeopardy. Ah, good summer content. I don't know if that's how that works, by the way. I don't know either. It only works with murder. Mm. I had a buddy who got a registration ticket and he was parked in a parking lot. He was parked at Nate because he went to school there. Came out after class or he was parked on the street. Came out after class. It was on his dash. It was on his dash. Oh, registration. Wow. See, what's happening now is the city or whatever. Now the speed traps are in those bright green trucks. Yeah. So their revenues are way down. Mm-hmm. So they are just on the hunt. I love it. Cause I have, you love it. You love the bright green. Trucks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I have I was someone who, you know, from the age of 17 to 20 got a lot of photo radar tickets. But now that I know to just keep an eye out for those trucks, I haven't gotten one knock on wood since well before the pandemic. Or you just don't have to speed Tyler. Why are you in a rush for? I like going a comfortable six, seven over, and sometimes they'll get you for that. It uh, it helps cool down the casserole. <laughs> it does, yeah. That's fair. The chicken wrap I did it was just delicious, though. And I had a couple of sips of Mountain Dew. What kind of car do you drive again? <laughs> no comment. You really, you've had that since yesterday. Yeah, I've been working on this bad boy since last night. And you're, you're like a baby it. bird. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put a little uh, bottle nipple on there for you. We should, yeah. That's what the old men on my curling team always tell me when I don't drink my beer fast enough. Mm-hmm. I was like, Come on, Tyler, you want a nipple on that thing? It's a very dad joke to make. Yeah. I respect it. Well, I don't know about you, but Crawford drinks bottles with nipples on it and she pounds through the liquid drinks faster than me. So, well, <laughs> maybe that's why they say that. So you drink it faster. That's what, that's the joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it's because you're drinking it slow. Like it's coming from a nipple. No, no. It's like, come on. Like, why are you, what's the problem with that beer? Do you need a nipple on it to drink it fast? Kind of thing. It's your little baby. Like a baby. Your little baby. A baby. Can I ask you a question? A sports question? Me? Why did a bunch of players get banned from the PGA? Yes. I'm happy you brought this up because I actually wanted to talk about this. So I don't understand what's going on. Like Dustin Johnson, is he no good no more? I don't care. He is $125 million richer. Yeah. 
So oh, I see. <laughs> basically, <laughs> I see. is it upfront money, Jay? How did it work? I don't know. Is it upfront? I think there was some promise. Like there's a guarantee for a lot of these higher end guys. Um, so basically, and I don't have like insider knowledge or anything or in-depth knowledge. I just know what you see on sports center. Um, but what you don't have an end to the Saudi. No, I don't You're not crown. You don't have a mole at live golf. So basically this is a Saudi Arabian driven thing and it's pulling away some of or some very good golfers from the PGA tour. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that it's a much different, maybe more modern take. And I've actually seen some good things about the first day of their first tournament. So it's like an all shotgun start for every tournament. So the broadcasts are only like four or five hours long because like the pace is going a little bit quicker, right? They're playing in teams um, and the team names are dumb. I'll read those to you in a second. There's like 10 of them, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so it's basically like if Saudi Arabia rules, let's go Saudi Arabia. Here we go. Saudis. Those are the team names. Yeah. Um, the players who jumped ship are being accused of participating in essentially sport washing where this is like the higher ups and powerful people in Saudi Arabia trying to like, you know, what, what would be the right way to phrase this? I'm not even really sure. But the definition of sport They're trying to be, repair their brand. Yeah, repair their brand. There you go. Um, it's a global <laughs> tour, right? Like it's not just in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's a global tour. So do they, they even play, play in yeah. Saudi? I don't know. Yeah, they I do. Think, they have one tournament there. It's so it's basically like to put into hockey terms, if the WHA were to come back right now and like Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby aren't going, but like Alex Ovechkin went. It's maybe the IHL. Yeah, like if, if Danny Malkin jumped ship and like a handful of second and third line wingers jumped ship with him. You know, like it's just, I don't know. I have a, so they're the doing rumor it for the is Tiger Woods turned down well north of 500 million. Yeah, that's insane. Sweet. That's heavens. insane. That's when you know you've done okay. When you Why wouldn't s- he do that given there's a limited capacity to play golf? So that's the other appeal to this is that it's a little different. There's a shitload of money and the season's going to be a lot shorter. So you're going to make more money in less time and you get a longer off season. So some people have said this is going to be kind of the tour for guys who don't really love golf. Just want to make some money, golf a little bit, go home, fuck off. They're going to build it around the flaming corpse of Phil Mickelson. Embarrass himself so, thoroughly, admitted he lost 40 million gambling in his lifetime, and he's also doing this. Like, yike. So here are the two. Where's, where's, where's John Daly? Yeah, you'd think he'd be all up in this. So Dustin Johnson is the captain of the four aces. Uh, then there's the Niblicks, <laughs> Majestics, Sticks. The next? No, no, CK. Um, Iron Heads, Stinger. Cleeks, 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 a K. Crushers, the High Flyer Flyers, which is Phil Mickelson's team. Sergio Garcia's team, the Fireballs. What do you mean team? So they play in like a team kind of format. Oh, okay. It's like when you're playing in the tournament, like your combined score with your teammates, like means something. Um, then there's the Smash, Torque, and Punch. Good, really God. weird. First of all. <laughs> Kid Rock doesn't pay for himself at your wedding, so I understand why Dustin Johnson's doing what he's doing. <laughs> but I hope you get that money up front because this shit ain't gonna last with that kind of team name bullshit. Get your money up front, Dustin. It sounds yeah. very XFL in a way. And like, isn't Greg yeah. Norman like the yeah, commissioner or something? Yeah, Greg yeah. Norman. Huh? It's it's wild. Greg Norman's like, I took a blood diamond mine as payment. Like, good God, Norman. It's uh, it's rich as fuck, and it's their their distribution right now is YouTube Live, isn't it? Yeah, so it's like commercial free, more or less. Again, the broadcasts are super short. Someone had the statistics of in the first hour or first two hours of the Live Golf tournament starting today, it was like you saw sixty shots, had one ad and two like pre rolled features, and in the first whatever same time span of the PGA one, you only saw thirty three shots. And you had like one commercial break and like 11 pre-rolled features or something. It's amazing. Dustin Johnson would do this. Cause like they're saying he's not going to be allowed to participate in the Ryder cup. They may not yep. even, he's saying he has a lifetime exemption for the majors. They're saying that only is among PGA members. You can't play it. Yeah. So Phil too, like I, I, I think some majors maybe you'll be allowed to. Cause like, I believe Augusta operates outside of the PGA tour. I was just going to say, is Augusta like, do we find ourselves on the right side of history for once? <laughs> Yeah. Cause well, that's interesting then. Cause is that why Phil was wearing an Augusta vest today? Blacked out with like Sharpie. 
<laughs> if you go look at it, he clearly just took like a black pen and like scribbled over the logo. Or like, like all my clothes have been sponsored, donated. Yeah. The media of like when when the players do media is intense. Hostile. Because they yeah. they come at him with the human rights discussion. Oh yeah. Uh, heavily. And just watching them try to deflect that is Fuck. It's so bizarre. It's like so politicized. They're like, how dare you turn down playing in the Lockheed Martin Open to go play in the yeah, yeah. sponsored although, blah, blah, blah. Like, what are the, what the fuck? Although this weekend is obviously the Canadian Open, which is very exciting. Wait, I want to see this. Uh, but RBC dropped uh, Dustin Johnson and whoever else. Was it Sergio? Yeah. Or no, Graham McDowell. Yeah, but like that, like, you know, those deals are peanuts compared to what they make now. Like they don't even need to have any sponsorship earlier. Okay. Here's uh, are we going to get the question? I, I said earlier, I, I don't know. Okay. So the question, because he was asked about it. Um, the reporter was just straight up. Like, are you at all aware that this is like sport washing? And he was like, oh, I don't condone human rights violations. <laughs> and like gave this whole long answer. But like, uh, sir, yeah. you used to play the Hooters tour, correct? Like what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, at the Canadian Open, which is the tournament I'm definitely more invested in, literally. Um, how about Mac Hughes in the top five? It's oh, is he? That's yep. nice. A good Canadian boy. Uh, Sloan, Roger Sloan. He's in the top 10. Another good Canadian boy. Uh, a Canadian I've never heard Where's of. Where's Mike Weir? Mike Weir's down a little bit. Hadwin's in the top 30. Um, know him, obviously. Corey Connors didn't get off to a great start, though, which is disappointing. Because I put some money on him to win. And I did a ton of DraftKings for it, which is always fun. But it's going pretty well. That's okay. Oh yeah, you're doing good. Yep. Well done. Doubling up my money. Uh, oh, speaking of golf, tonight, for the first time this season, I am going to Cattail Crossing. Go on. Sponsor of the podcast. I made a tea time. Home of the Nation Golf Tournament. Yes. To be launched soon. Mm-hmm. I made a tea time for just after four o'clock and I texted sales guy Jared to be like, hey, I'm going out to Cattail tonight. Like any like content you want me to do while I'm there? And he was like, oh, we should just go together. So he called Cattail. And now Jared, myself, Amber, and an unknown fourth are going to golf Cattail together. So keep it locked. I'll be posting photos of the course. Excellent. Remember, kids, if you get a nine on the sixth hole, it's called a Urem chuck. Mm-hmm. You bring your scorecard into the clubhouse. They'll give you an unseasoned chicken breast as a prize. <laughs> yeah, got myself a Urem chuck. Got myself a six nine. You have to go eat it in your car. Yeah, you have to eat it while driving. <laughs> and then call your dad. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm excited to go to Cattail. My fourth time out golfing this I'm year. I'm excited for you. I got to get golfing. You should go Urem chuck. Saying well, you could have made it happen tonight. If uh, I'm imagining dad duties in the way of that, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's. We should get in the habit of early morning tea times in the summer out at Riverside. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Or cattail. Or cattail. Yeah. yeah I just meant the one. Yeah. I know. Cattail. I know. But it one's close. Riverside. To the you can turn around to the clubhouse after 18 and then hit one more wood into your office. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it. Yeah. But anyways, excited golf cattail. We'll report back on Monday how the course was and excellent kind of condition. Excellent. Yep. Uh, should we talk a little bit about, uh, boy, we, we really put off talking about the fact the Oilers season is over. Hey, well, I kind of, it's, it's funny. Like in the moment of the playoff run, it's very emotional. I was very it's sad. stressful. It's this, it, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's sad. It's, it's, it's hell of a roller coaster. But like the minute that game ended, I was just like for just a few minutes, like, ah, it's over, damn. But then I was like, you know what? We got like six extra weeks of hockey. We made it to the Western yeah, Con. Okay. Like, I'm like, it's actually like, I'm like eerily calm and fine about it. And the new season. Like, okay. So much so that I forgot about the season and I wanted to talk about Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um, like, and already this will be the quickest off season we've had ever in 16 years mm-hmm. because they're going to get the season back on track next year. And like, by the time we're done with this off season talk and the draft and free agency, the season's like less than three months away. We're in. There's August. also the uh, the World Juniors happening in August too, so it's like another little crowbarred thing in there yeah. that'll make it feel shorter. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Season ending though. I was in the building for Game Four. Mm-hmm. I was for Game Three. Uh, the crowd was nervous early, mm-hmm. but then it really 
picked it up. I felt like in the second period when the Oilers gave him a reason to pick it up a little bit. It was awesome. And I told this story on Oilers nation radio, but I'll tell it again. Mm -hmm. Um, Oilers trailing five, four, a couple minutes before that, I'd looked behind me and noticed that Ben Scrivens was sitting behind me. Good guy, Ben Scrivens. And the guy sitting next to him, like kind of saw me peek over my shoulder and he like taps on my shoulder. He goes, do you know who that is? Oh my like, God. It's like, yes, I'm aware. Do you know who I am? Did you say that to him? <laughs> I should. It's the arguably more famous. Who do you ben think Scrivens you are? Right I now. am. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. So guy. actually <laughs> Ben Scrivens plays on like a beer league hockey team. And I know one of the guys like casual or like as a goalie or out. He plays out. Yeah. And the guy was like, we had a debate in the dressing room of who gets recognized more at beer league, Ben Scrivens or Tyler Uremchuk. And I felt honored by that. <laughs> wow. Um, well, you was, said you're you at the Home Depot today. You're recognized. Yeah, I was recognized. I would guess home. the answer is you. Scrivens kind of goes incognito. Yeah, and he's very good at the incognito look. Like even at the game, right? He kind of had the man bun tied up and a snap back. Oh, yeah. And you're wearing your name man tag. Man bun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wearing a name yeah, tag. Yeah, Tyler's right. wearing his name tag. So like I walk around introducing myself. Yes. Hey, he's wearing a Ben Scrivens jersey. <laughs> so Zach Cassian ties the game and like everyone's going nuts. And Scrivens is cheering too, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're high-fiving everyone in our section. And I kind of yeah. like tapped Scrivens on the chest. And I was like, that's your guy. And he was like, it was a good trade. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was traded for Zach Cassian. Oh. Huh. It was great. Um, And then the Oilers got swept. Things got quiet. You walked outside. It was raining. And it was like, wow, this is depressing. And then I went and did the beat cast, cried on the beat cast, and uh, woke up the next morning and said, you know what? Damn it. That was a good run. You actually cried on the beat cast? Pretty close. He was, uh, yeah, you were emotional. I had like six beers at the game. (laughs) So I was in my feelings. You did your part. Yeah, you were emotional. More emotional than I expected from you, honestly. I was just sad, you know, like That's the booze talking, Ricky. So many good memories were made and it's, over. Oh yeah. yeah. But what can you do? They well, gave us more than we bargained for. We were playing we with house making, money. We are making a video for YouTube. That is a wind up of all the internet nonsense of the year. That was, oh, wow. That's awesome. So like bison King and Lamborghini Perlini and like all the hilarious shit. And Coop and I are going through it. I'm like, Coop, I really feel like we lived a life this last season. Like this was a long year with a lot of twists and turns. Yeah. I'm also dropping a YouTube video tomorrow morning or afternoon uh, where I rank the top 10 moments of the postseason. Ooh, you should do it of the whole season too. Yeah. Actually, that would be good. But that kind of goes along with what you guys are doing, right? With your... Uh, well, there isn't a moment of Oilers hockey in what we're doing, I assure you. Oh, it's just it's like, like remember when we had the Lamborghini with Perlini's head and we sent it to Vicky Perlini and then Vicky <laughs> Perlini retweeted it. And then we all said, vroom, vroom. Like, this is not actual hockey at all. Okay. Um, okay. Then, then way more important. Maybe I will do that. I'm also going to be doing a series on YouTube. Uh, big off-season questions. I'll probably be an article series, too. Uh, so, I mean, they got to create cap space, you know, are they going to bring back Evander Kane? The one thing that's getting talked about a lot, like mm-hmm. probably even more mm-hmm. than I wish it was, is the future of Yessa Pugliarvi as an oiler. I got a funky, fresh feeling. He is not going to be here next fall. How do you feel? I will need to see the trade. I have a hard time imagining the Oilers winning it though. So, I'm all for keeping Pooley but it can't be at an egregious number because the player still hasn't proven himself. And I know everyone's going to say, but he's a po- half a point, a, play, a per game guy, mm-hmm. but that he was hot out of the gates playing with Connor McDavid. So that always gets skewed the Connor effect. But anyways, it's what do you, how was he the last 52 games? Some would say maybe COVID. Sure. Injury. Injury. Sure. At least that's what uh, Ken Hall and Jay Woodcroft said. Yeah, of course. Um, so, but like that's, but you have to factor that in though, right? So is he going to make himself a value contract or is he going to make himself a market rate contract? I think this year question. he was, if he value. goes, if he goes to arbitration, then we have to part ways. If he goes to arbitration, yeah. I would think you'd have a leg up. Cause what did he do really? Well, the, 12 goals, like they, but they, they view arbitration as a hundred thousand dollars a point. So they're going to appoint him somewhere around 4 million bucks, whether it be three and a half to four. Well, that's too much. So if he's willing to come on another bridge and it starts and it's below two and a half million a year, it, 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 that then I, it's both sides are taking a gamble. 
and, and that's that's evil uh, equal footing. But if it's dig in and they want money, then you have to move on. And here's the thing with you know both sides taking a gamble. What we know about their history together. I'm not entirely sold on the player being like, yeah, I'll take a gamble on Edmonton. He should because he could get top six minutes, play with McDavid and Drysaddle. I'm just not 100% sure if Pugliarvi is going to sit there and be like, yep, let's run this back for two more years. I think he might sit there and be like, you know, maybe a fresh start makes sense. Let me ask you this. And from an Oilers perspective, could they not just say who fucking cares what you want? But then you run the risk of going arbitration. But like, but they're going to lose this trade. Nothing. You're going to lose this trade. Yeah. But if we, no go to, what. if we go to ARB, we lose them for nothing. Or you try to sign them or you let them. It's, it's funny. Like he, if, if we trade him before we sign him, it'll be funny to see what the next team signs them for. Cause Probably I guarantee you deal. it won't be $4 million. Yeah, of course they're going to get a good deal. Oilers are going to lose another trade and they're going to take a step backwards and shoot themselves in the foot. But it's, he won't, he won't give us a good deal. That's the whole thing though. He won't give us like, in this, in that circumstance, in that circumstance, he doesn't give us a good deal. That's what that is. So then he's going to go and actually he's going to go and get trade somewhere else and get signed for what the appropriate amount is, which is probably like two by two. And the other is going to have an inferior player, but he wouldn't have given us two by two. No, I get it. But like the, the only play here to me is trying to work it out and being like, we're going to trade you, but we can't do it right now because we're going to lose value here. You need to come score 20 goals and we'll trade you next summer. Or like start off hot and we'll try and move you at the deadline or something like trading him right now after the finish he just had is so dumb, but, but, but horrible asset management, but okay. And, and that's, and that's fair. But if yes, he refuses to sign for an appropriate contract where he's, he's putting a gun to our head. Sure. And I that's suppose. the circumstance I'm talking about. Yeah. I like I, I'm with you. Work, try to work it out. But like we can't sign you for 3 million bucks. I'm sorry. We just can't. We're now, we're now our windows open. So like literally every penny of the cap counts. It counts. I know. And that's why you can't afford to just be given out an extra hundred K here, an extra 200 K there, which is why like, I would love to see Pooley RV back at two by two. I would take Pooley RV at honestly probably two by 2.5. And that's like a 60% raise. Is it not? It is. So you would hope that he sees that and goes, yeah, 5 million guaranteed over two years. I'm going to have a chance as a, what is he? 23, 24 years old to play two years of my contract. He'll get real close to UFA after that. And you have a chance to just light it up next to one of the two of the third or two of the three best players in the NHL. Like you have such a good opportunity here. And I I just hope he kind of puts, and I hope Ken Holland bucks up as well and, and does this the right way. I just hope both sides can understand the opportunity they have here. hundred percent. So, but now let's talk about a trade. Mm-hmm. The other situation. If, would you not try instead of selling it for a cheap pick, a late round pick, not try to find a Pooley RV of another team? Martin Natchez. That's not a real person. Natchez from Carolina. He's equivalent E in the sense that he scored the same, close to the same number of goals. He's got some top six experience. He's a pending RFA. I was watching the playoffs and I was hearing his name a lot. He had an okay playoffs. I think there was a little bit of the Pooley RV factor with him where he lost his confidence at one point and he really struggled getting it back. Cause that, the, uh, that's where a trade is fine. If you're trading a project for a project, cause you're both holding your team for a uh, ransom in terms of what you want them to pay you, but you'll give them another team uh, outside team a deal. But then I'm worried you're going Eberly for Strom, Strom for Spooner at some point. That's exactly what's going to happen here. Right. You think Pooley Arby's that good? No, no. What I'm saying okay. is you have a player with potential to score 20. He was on pace to score 20 this year. I think and the you're tra- going to lose him for a guy who's a project that Pooley Arby's also a project. But at least he's your project and you're putting, yeah. you put countless time and effort and just it's, time into it. It's but remember, remember, know, remember right? I, my, 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 my first call is to work it out. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking sure. now. We're just talking okay. trade. Okay. That's so a, you're going so down that rabbit. We're going down that. I think a real intriguing option would be to package him with something else and see what you get. What does Pooley RV in your first rounder next year get you? Is that a more cost-effective replacement for Evander Kane potentially? Oh, who's available? Well, who who's an Evander Kane type player out there that would be available? Well, let's take a peek at Frank Saravalli's trade bait board. That's out now at dailyfaceoff.com. Excellent. Uh, Alex Debrinkat, number one on that list. Not well, Evander Kane. He scored 41 goals this past season. He is not Evander Kane. In what way? He is not a threat to anybody on the ice. 
he's a threat to bury the puck in the back of the net. Evander Kane is there. both. So if we're going to go apples to apples, please to give me an apple. Do not give me a chicken wrap. Well, chicken wraps are delicious. Uh, they are, but like to break scored in, he has 160 goals. In okay. Okay. If the plan he's is not to, Evander Kane. If the plan Why? is to keep Yamamoto, do you want another kid that size yes. playing in the top six? We're, we're, we're trying to replace Evander Kane. Kevin Fiala. Not Evander Kane again. JT Miller? No. Well, I like I mean, JT I, Miller. I like JT Miller. I, I like him a lot, but he's one year out. But he's not uh why would Vancouver trade him to Edmonton? We need a power forward. We got high we, we got dry is we got dry and McDavid. <laughs> this is not an Evander Kane replacement. Josh Anderson? Oh, yeah. No. You can't sit there and be like, oh, no way on Alex to bring at then be like, yeah, I'll take the albatross of Josh Anderson off your hands, Montreal. In player comparison, Josh Anderson compares more to, to Evander Kane to than Luke Kevin Cheech. Fiala. Josh Anderson is fast as hell. Yeah, he is. He skates better. Um, like I don't know if I want that full ticket. A horrible, a horrible team this year. I don't know. I if you if, so if I give you right now, Puliyarvi in the first can get you Debrinket or Anderson. Who do you pick? Anderson. You well, are I trade. I would trade Debrinket, but then you have to get rid of Yamamoto. Yeah, Debrinket. Yeah, it's Debrinket. It's like you can't have two guys that small in the top six. Yeah. I think to bring it plays a style in which you can, but yeah, we don't need can, his style. That's the thing. Get, we need a power forward losing. Look what a power forward did for us. Someone, a power forward that could score and they brought that physicality. Look what that did. That changed our team. I you're, like you're, Alex. Tra- you're trying to get another small skill guy to plug in and we have to go against mutants in the playoffs as, as, as the rounds get on. I like Alex to bring it a lot. I would love yeah. to have him, but like if that's the, you also got to move Yamamoto. I think they yeah, lost yeah. to the Avs because they didn't. They couldn't match them skill wise, skill to a degree. Well, and also goaltending and goaltending, <laughs> skill to a degree. Would you do but just having a team full of small skilled guys is not the answer, man. Hyman's not small and skilled. Like he he plays a hard game. You got my point is like what like Yamamoto yeah, and yes. get together just doesn't work. But Yamo plays hard, right? That's worth something yeah, to me. He plays. He plays. But he like play, for half a he, season, but he plays though. hard. But in the playoffs, he's easily eliminated. He gets. He gets. He is easily eliminated. I thought he had a good. I thought he had some really, really good moments. Oh, of course fight. he did. He did. He, he, was, he can still squeak through, but he's also easily eliminated. So like, I don't mind having Yamo on our team, but like, if we've got a Hyman and and, and a Vander Kane replacement on your, in your top six, that's good. I love I love Alex Debrinkat. I think they should have drafted him in the first place yeah, over over Benson. But like, yeah, I'm not shitting on Debrinkat here. But it's you're, just, you're, tell, you're telling me have... he's a replacement to Evander and, Kane, which and, is such. Uh, such... No, I'm saying he's a top six replacement. Not no, like no. I, 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 the question was replace mm-hmm. Evander Kane for me, and you keep throwing small skilled guys at me. That is not replacing Evander Kane. But Josh Anderson's think... not going to replace Evander Kane either. He has got more elements of Evander Kane than any of those two guys you just described. He's I, fast. He can keep up McDavid. Okay. He's physical. So, and he's tough when he needs to be. So what's more important to you? And he can you, score. I can't. Eh, yes and no. He's a streaky scorer. What's more important to you? The potential 40 goal scorer that you need to replace in Evander Kane or the power forward side of his game? Which one do you value more? Evander Kane was both. So I know. So let's find the close. So he's a unicorn. You're not just going to find them, Well, who right? else is available? That's what we're trying to find out. That's why we're doing this internal audit. Exactly. <laughs> and you keep saying, like, next thing you know, you're going to want Nathan Gerby. <laughs> hey, he was willing to fight Chara that one time. You got to respect it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sure Yamo would too. So pending UFA forwards points per game. And it doesn't want to load. Thank you. Come on. Come on. Malkin? <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. Like, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, of course. Let me circle back. Cause I actually, I'm starting to think about this Josh Anderson idea because he's available 5.5 million for five more years. They need to eat some. Yeah. Well, what if it was, or, or, or you give something back, give him back Cassian. Yeah. What if it was Barry and cause apparently Montreal could be interested in Tyson Barry, Barry and Cassian for Oof. Anderson. 
You better. Th- you have to throw it up. You're telling me you're gonna have to throw it up. It's like you're Montreal I don't think would Anderson's be like values that high. Montreal would be like, but, but, why would but we taking taking, your away, trash? taking away Cassian's helping us? Yeah. Okay. So Barry, <laughs> Barry, Cassian, <laughs> both of those help us. Thank you for the shit sandwich, sir. But Barry, Barry has value. Has, Barry has value. Barry has value. Yes. Anderson, yes, yes. I think, doesn't have as much value as maybe some people would think because of his contract. Like maybe so uh, yeah, throwing I mean, the second. Maybe, uh, would you? They don't have a second. We don't. You at least have a second in 2023. Throwing that. I mean, I'd think about it. Like, would you I, think I, about throwing in the first this year, 29 overall to get that? Like the issue with Josh Anderson, though, is also he is, he's, he can get he can, his health sometimes. Health is a problem. Struggle. Yep. Always a concern. But I like that ilk of player. Yeah. I mean, so if you're giving up the first and you're giving up Barry and Cassian and you're getting Anderson, you're dropping in that process. Who else is available? 2.2 2 million. I'm not sure who else is available. Apparently read- Stoffer was talking about Anderson as a potential target today. Really? Mm-hmm. Stoffer doesn't just say shit. No, you know that. He, yeah. He is the smoke to the fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no one else really on Frank's list. That's interesting. Let's see. Carson Susie. You just signed Kulak. Don't go trade for Susie. Bob, speaking of Stoffer, he threw out, he said for Kulak, he said four years, two million per. If they should run to the fax that's machine. a good deal. I will Great take out. Value. I will take out a loan and I will pay him myself if that's the contract to get Kulak here. That is an extremely good deal. I think we need to invest more in our defense. I would you give? I asked this question on Oilers Nation Radio. Would you give uh, Kulak the CC deal four by three point two five? No, I, I like Not the four a, by two. What the hell? Why, why, why did you just increase them by seventy five percent? Because I don't <laughs> yeah. think that's a legit thing. Uh, well, you never know. I think we need to invest in our D. Hometown boy. Discount. Come on, baby. So to that, so answer, would you do four by 3.25 to invest in the D and keep Kulak? No, no. no. So keeping Kulak and investing more, but okay. So if you keep Kulak and you move out Barry, yeah, your D men next year and you bring Duncan Keith to the Okanagan, you sit him on the patio, got a fresh sangria there. And you say, look, look at all this. This could all be, this yours. could be yours. It already could is be a scout for the Oilers and we'll pay you X. Just, you just got to watch like six Rockets games a year, man. It's just, just watch six Rockets games a year and you'll be fine. And you know what? That last year, dad, don't worry about it. We'll match it on a fucking scouting contract. Yeah. You get a 10 year scouting deal at a hundred K a year. Done. There's your million bucks, Duncan. You know I what? I don't think Duncan keeps retiring. You guys, he's coming back. Yeah, I don't I think, think so either. Uh, so your left side next season, if you bring back Kulak, is Nurse Keith Kulak. Your right side is CC Bouchard Broberg. Boom. There's your D. Bring back Russell as your seventh. Where Where's your spot to like invest there, right? I also don't like the idea of gifting Broberg a spot either. Well, is, uh, yeah. Are we? Are, is our D tough to play against? No. No. They're not fast. Kulak's hard to play against. Nurse when he's healthy is. Keith when he's healthy is. CeCe is. Keith is funny because I was watching him in the playoffs. Man, he is fucking dirty. Oh, yeah. He's a prick. So, like, <laughs> he like, is so I dirty. I think they're harder uh, to play against. I, 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 I just wish it was like 2015 Duncan Keith because like, he's, he's a force, man. <laughs> like, yeah. if you're running some combination, two of the three of, you bring back Russell for a million bucks, you got Broberg, you got Nima Linen. Two of those three are always on your roster. And then the five I listed, where else can you invest in the D? I think what's more important. I just don't think. I, I just think it can be better. Well, yeah, hundred percent. Goaltending number one, replacing Kane number two or signing Kane number two. And then I think you're honestly pretty set. Uh, I try to, I try to find some more depth. We can never have enough depth. Yep. I know. Um, and I think, you know, I would, I would consider, you know, no offense, McLovin, but like, yeah, Fogel can go. You know, oh, it feels like in that fourth game four, he was starting to show. I, I, the thing about Fogel is, I feel like he's got all the tools. He does. Yeah, like he's got skill. He, he shows flashes. He of almost skill. scored an end-to-end goal in game four. I know, but it's like, <sighs> so there's just something. Like a there's, solar eclipse there's just stuff. something not connecting all of the pieces. Yeah. It's there. I don't know if it's a confidence thing or whatnot. Like, and maybe he just had a bad year. So you don't trade guys off down years, but it's his contract's not great. If like next year you run McDavid and dry settle separate. Yeah. So your left side is Nuge, Hyman, Holloway, Fogel. It's a pretty good left side. But you want Fogel's not a top six player. Dry or sorry. Nuge Hyman is your top six Holloway. 
Fogel. That's your left side. And you're paying $3 million. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I, th- I thought you were talking about pairs there. I apologize. No. And then on the right side, it's whichever one of Pugliarvi or Yamamoto you keep. Me, got to find someone. And then you would have, I don't know, maybe if you still somehow have Zach Cassian on this team <laughs> as your third line. Like, you're right. They do need some depth forwards. Looking at the post Evander Kane did on uh, Instagram, that implies a guy that's leaving, no? Uh, yep. The farewell tour? I don't think so. I think that was just kind of like a thanks for the year. I might not see you again, but I might. Mm-hmm. Well, not based on the numbers that people are speculating that he wants, though. UFA forwards. Hmm. Mason Marchment in Florida. 18 yeah. goals in 54 games. He's a UFA? He's a UFA. What? You're in on that guy. I knew you would be. Yeah, because I like I like his DNA. His DNA will kick in in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I'd have time for Marchman and somewhere in the bottom six. That's good with me. Get yeah. Josh Manson and get Marchman's kid and just reunite the kid line on D. <laughs> mm-hmm. Josh Manson, you're a forward now. And then Igor Ulanov the second. Oh, that'd be um, awesome. Who else we got kicking around here? Andreas Athena, see you anybody? No. <laughs> Oh, what's what's it gonna take, Kenny, to get my boy Ricard Raquel in an Oilers jersey? That'd be summer. a nice one. They don't got the money though. No, no, it's Kenny needs to clear some space. He needs to clear some space. So, like, what do our so Miko falls off four and a half, but that essentially that gets all goes to Daryl. That all goes to Daryl. So we're you have you have eleven million with Clefbaum on LTIR. So we need to unlock. So we can unlock with Cassian and Barry. Barry to like eighteen nineteen. That's 19. So what do you do with that? And so, but, and then if Smith retires, you're up to 21.2, but then you got to find a goalie, but all of a sudden you got 21.2. You need a forward and a goalie and Kulak and then a couple depth pieces. Like it, it becomes manageable if they play this right. Plus I think you're going to get an asset for Barry. It might only be a third rounder, but you're going to get something for him. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he's, he's a good D man. Yeah. He's going to Seattle. Yeah, I think so. I think you can like, especially when you, you got to sell many, tickets, see how many draft picks Seattle has all of them. They have in this year, one first rounder, four second rounders, one third rounder, three fourth rounders. And then next year in the first four rounds, they have another nine picks. That's almost like a, a detriment in a way because you can't sign all those kids. You know uh, what I mean, but yeah. it's all assets. They can start. Yeah, no, start they can dealing. trade them and move those them are, out. Yeah. But There's a lot of bullets in the gun. They They're are certainly not taking all of them. Yeah, but they're also going to have the interesting thing with them is they're going to have their American League team starting up and you got to find bodies for your American League team. They didn't have one this year, right? Yeah. So that's an interesting part of it too. They're going to be busy in free agency. Very busy. Um, but anyways, Seattle has picks. Maybe you go to them like Florida's second rounder is going to be pretty low down. Just go to them and be like, hey, Florida's second rounder for Tyson Berry. I'd do that every day of the week. Then take that second rounder, package it up with whoever or use the second rounder just to get rid of Cassian. And then bang, you're sitting there with your 7.7 million found in cap space and you didn't have to give up any assets to clear that money. And that's 7.7 million that you give to Evander Kane. What's the line? Well, then the debate is, do we want Evander Kane back? What's the most term you would give Evander Kane? Three Two years. years. Two years, you said? Mm-hmm. And you said three? Yeah. I, I'm with you on three. Uh, beyond three, it seems to be like insane. That, that's enough. So on a three-year deal, what's the most money you'd give him? I'm three by seven is my max. I said in the mailbag three by six, but he's not taking that. No, he's not taking that. He might take four by six. Two years. And what's the money? <laughs> what can we afford? If you get rid of Cassian and Barry, you could afford probably. I, I, did, weren't we seeing something like two days ago? Like we could get, depending on what happens with the San Jose contract that we can actually pay him less. Well, so the thing would be if this, I think that's hopes and dreams, wouldn't it? Like just because he got a big chunk of money coming, why would he sign for less after a 40 goal? But like he, but it's like for those next two years that he's that 7 million contract, like that's the most he can make. And, and whatever you pay him, San Jose pays the difference. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Or something. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, two years max. So probably not happening. So Kevin Fiala for Evander Kane. (laughs) Wow. I, so I heard, Fiala to New Jersey potentially. I heard Fiala is annoying, so we don't want him. Like an annoying teammate? I think so. I think I heard that. I'm pretty sure. Um, The reason New Jersey though might be a good spot for him then is because you call Johnny Gadroni the line mate. They'd have the Swiss connection of Heshire and Fiala. 
weird that a dude named Kevin Fiala is Swiss. That doesn't sound like a it Swiss sounds name. Italian. Yeah, doesn't sound Kevin. That's not a very Swiss name, is it? Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just uncultured. I've never been to Switzerland. Yeah. How, what do, what do you know? Ever yeah, Roger Federer. Like Roger's Swiss. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, before we uh, keep moving along here, shout out to our friends at Campio Brewing Company. I wish I had a pizza right now. Their patio in this kind of weather. Forget about it. Yeah, it'll be lit right One now. One of their fruity, like citrusy beers as the well. The hazy IPA. Oh, that'd be delightful. Oh. I'm a big advocate. And they got that. What's the Mick pizza called? The uh, Mick pizza. I don't think that's what it's called. Uh, the Mac daddy. The Mac daddy. That's a good pizza. All their pizzas are fantastic. Yeah. And also shout out to our friends at Alfa Romeo. Taking a rip in this weather. Drive Alfa it Romeo. to Campia. Forget about it. Vroom, vroom. We're hosting an F1 party that we're... Uh, I'm not happy that the race is at 5 a.m. on Sunday. That's oh, because it's in Azerbaijan. Yeah. Did you guys know Gregor's going to the race in Montreal? Oh, I cool. Not. That's awesome, though. He texted me. He's like, hey, I won't be able to do uh, the rundown on the 20th. I was like, what? It's like, why? He's like, I'm, I'm, I'll be in the air to Montreal. And That's both, cool. Both Frank and I were like, nah, Gregor, the draft's not for like three more weeks. And he was like, no, nah, I'm going to F1. That's cool. So I think the move is I got to PVR it. Yeah. And avoid all socials and my own sports books. And your draft. Set your DraftKings the night before. Yep. But what happened was the last time I, it was a 7 a.m. and there was an Oilers game the night before. So I was not getting up at seven. So I PVR'd it and tried to watch it when I woke up, which worked out fine until I default looked at my DraftKings and ruined the whole thing. Yeah, I know. It's, you have to show some discipline. Yep. I did not. Yeah. I'll try to get up at, I don't know what's going on Saturday night, but maybe six, six or seven. And watch yeah, five, the recording. Five is five. That's too much. It's it's F one is definitely a lifestyle. At least next weekend in Montreal is at twelve at noon. Now I feel like the Germans watching the Oilers. Yeah, we'll have four a.m. for the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one in Montreal that'll be cool though. We talked about that on our betting podcast, Bag Milk. Mm-hmm. We did. Max is paying plus odds. Is he? Yeah. And I also think Sergio Perez has got a chip on his shoulder. Sorry, Fresh say. deal. Got him to, got him to win it. I watched the last night. So my F1 obsession grows. I watched the Senate documentary last night. Yes. It was so good. Also heartbreaking, but so good. Like I've got some of opinions now that came from that. Go on. Like, I think I'm really mad at Williams. Yeah. Understandable. Like, I, f- I feel like there's, there's some shoddiness that happened that led to that outcome. I felt the same way as I watched it. And he shouldn't, he shouldn't have left. Where was he at the time? McLaren. McLaren. He shouldn't have left McLaren. Yep. That fucking, and, and that dynamic with Prost. Oh, it was the best. I, but I probably not for the team, but he sits on his board. I don't. Yeah. Now he sits on the board of like the, I feel like he's, I don't know, man. I feel like he's, cause they kind of like shit got together post McLaren. Kind of. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 So, but anyway, that, that, that guy was the guy. He was the guy, man. Was he got, was the guy I, I got. So for the, for the F1 race event, I've got my uh, national, um, Senna hat. He'll be wearing. Oh, he was so good. Yeah. Legit. Heartbreaking though. Heartbreaking man, but man. But also at the same point, I'm watching the documentary and I'm like, I can't believe these are the cars. These fucking guys are flying around <laughs> in. Isn't it hilarious? They're just fully exposed out there going 300 kilometers an hour. Like, okay death trap on wheels, shifting gears. Like they only got one yeah. hand on the wheel, actually shifting gears. Oh yeah. Just nonsense. It is insane. Wild. Watch the Senate documentary. All right. You'll, you'll be a fan. I'm, I'm, I'm a Senate fan. And I've never been able to see him race live. The old, if you're going to watch it, documentaries on F1, watch that one before the Schumacher, because I watched Schumacher before Senna and I, I found out the outcome via that one, but that's the other thing. So in the Schumacher one, they listening how they described that event at the end yeah. versus what it actually was. Yeah. I got fucking heated. At, that's another opinion. I got heated at the Schumacher <laughs> thing. <laughs> he was uh, just trying to keep up to Mike. Yeah. That was a weird take. And I'm like, uh, I'm, and so that's what I thought it was. Then I watched Senna and I was like, no, that was not the fucking case at all. And I'm like, how dare you slight? Like that's, I thought that was a cheap shot. Anyways, opinions. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it, so I don't have a take. I know. I do have one. Yeah, I have something for you, though. A message. Uh, our friend, yeah, our friend, Eric Sabrowski, uh, former Edmonton prospect, current member of the Cleveland Guardians organization. Uh, he wanted me to let you know that the old infield at Remax was a certified health hazard. It was basically a bed sheet over an old asphalt parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn, Eric Sabrowski. Yeah, so I remember I played really slow pitch good. on the old one once. And it was, I remember just standing there being like, how are they playing baseball on this routinely? It was insane. But thanks to Dr. Randy Gregg, it's level. Savior. Level is a whistle. That's why he's so proud. <laughs> he's, he, he knows, he knows uh, fast forward, he's saved hundreds of lives. Yeah. So many broken noses have been prevented. All right. Uh, as he popped you, my kneecap back in place. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Baseball trip. Baseball trip launches today. When you re- when you listen to this podcast, I think mm-hmm. you will be able to go to Nation Gear. We're, we're selling it through Nation oh, Gear. Oh, nationgear.ca. Nationgear.ca. And you can come to Toronto with the three of us, Bag Milk, Jay, and myself. We are going to Toronto August 12th. The Bow Boys, the Bichette Boys. Yep, the Bichette Boys are going to Toronto. You can come with us. So here's the deal. We leave on Friday. It is August 12th. Yes. We depart in the morning. Depart in the morning. We get to Toronto. We got transportation from the airport to, to our hotel. hotel. Yep. That evening, we are watching Jays versus Guardians, a series where they should just smoke Cleveland. So it'll be fun. Lots of taters. We're in the home run zone. Jays, Guardians, Friday night. We're sitting in the home run zone. Your ticket is included in the trip. Yep. Saturday, we are going to a bar and then going to the TFC match. Yep. Sunday, Jay's game 2.0. Monday, you're back home. Should we be the Manoa boys? I I plan on getting his jersey, so sure. Oh, okay. He's I, a unit. I, I can go he Manoa. He needs to pitch while we're there. That's the only thing. So TBD on that. Mm. Okay. Um. So anyways, that trip, should we say the price? Yeah, of course. Starting at 1350, double occupancy? 1399. 1399. Double, occupancy. double occupancy. We might just keep it all double occupancy, but if, if, if you need something special, let us know. Yeah. The goal is with the rooms that we have that we can do 50 people. Yeah. So we've got our flights sorted. So this includes your flights, your three nights at the hotel, your tickets to the two baseball games into the TFC game, our airport transportation. Nation Dan's going to be working on some fun activities for us pre- pre-game uh, for the uh, both baseball and, and the soccer match. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it should just be, it'll be a good time. It'll be off season. So we're just going to be going and just hanging. It'll be so much fun. Like, which is what baseball is. You go. And so yeah. you're watching major league baseball. I'm not getting a fucking pretzel this time. Oh my God. Take it it is. Yeah. It is hot dog only. If I see and that's the one that I'll be able to, I'll be the pretzel police of this trip. If you buy a I'm pretzel, not doing it. I am sorry. You have wasted your money. Cause I'm smacking that thing in your hand. I'm not doing it. That was a waste of my money. The worst soft pretzel I've ever had. It's dogs. Dogs. $13.99 all in. That gets you three nights in a hotel. Where in Toronto. Are we? In Toronto. It's the, um, oh, it's like, it's the Hilton something, something beautiful uh, on Young Street. So we're right in the middle of the action. So you're, you're going to be staying downtown Toronto for three nights, flights there and back tickets to two J's games, tickets to the TFC game as well. Get to hang out with us. Hoots. That's a good time. Hoots will be had. Or hoots will be had. And uh, memories that last a lifetime. Yeah, we'll have fun. It'll be good. What is the BPI going to be for those oh. games? Beers per inning. Come on. Like, you Man. can't do a BPI over. Like, if you're, if you're, if you're even at one, you are fucking one is hammered. A, one is one you're having a time. It's, yeah. You are, by the time the ninth inning rolls around, you are hammered. Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe like a half. A half. Yeah. Half to 0. 0.75, I think, is a good pace. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, half to 0.75 is a good range to be for the BPI. We, Unless I, I get one of those batter's helmets that got two, you know? <laughs> oh. With the straw? <laughs> That's the way to do it. The, so. One helmet and an inning? Yeah, one helmet per inning. Should we all wear our Oilers jerseys to a game? That's a joke. I mean, I like... Uh, It'd be a good way to get the brand noticed. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, but no, I'm excited. We should... Uh, Hmm. I'm wondering if there's a way we can work in like some Jays nation gear into this too. That'd be neat. Hey, yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, we'll find a way to have just a lot of fun. Toronto, the six, it's a fun city. Pictures of Coombe for everybody that comes. Mm, there we go. That'd be neat. Yeah. Nice. Why wouldn't you want that? Um, yeah. So there you go. It's going to be up at NationGear.ca. You can come to Toronto with us. Yeah, let's go. Let's Please go have come. fun. It's, 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 you know, it's August. It's August. What else are we going to do? Go watch some baseball, crush some dogs. Talk about the Oilers. Talk about the Oilers while watching baseball. Yeah. Bitch about bitch or, or, or celebrate the success we had uh, in the off season. Mm -hmm. One, I've never been to Toronto Two, 
Jay's game seemed like a fun time. Oh, I'm so excited. Three, Manoa boys, if he's pitching. Bo boys, if he's not. Yep. The Bo boys. Before we wrap this thing up, shout out to our friends at DoorDash and Oodle Noodle. Combine those two bad boys. Use the promo code REALLIFEDD. Gets you 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order as well. Uh, I'm getting Oodle Noodle tonight, Tyler. Bang, bang. What you getting? War wonton soup today. Oh, very nice. Yep. Yes, sir. A little hydration. All right. That is going to be a wrap. the soul. On episode 386 of the Real Life Podcast, brought to you by the HGA Group. Have a good weekend, everybody. Woo. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.